0: Many people I know in the world, they only talk, they don't work, they don't believe in work, they just want to talk, talk and talk and they are depending on other people's works and uh, they are not doing anything. The best way to change the society is to work and to do it by, by yourself and everybody should be part of it, everybody should be part of it, otherwise you will not be able to change it.
1: Thanks for joining us for Building Pakistan, a conversation with Pakistan's beloved institution builders to explore how they've built and really continue to build this young country. I'm Benji Williams from Amal Academy, and for our final episode of the season, we have an extremely special interview with Mr. Faisal Edi and Mrs. Bilkis Edi of the Edy Foundation. Of course, this is one organization that needs no introduction, Founded by Pakistan's most beloved humanitarianist, social entrepreneur, and all-around role model, Mr. Abdul Sattar Idi, who dedicated his entire 88-year life towards the development of this country. He started with just two paces that his mother would give him each day, and from this small beginning, eventually opened a 24-hour dispensary in Mitadar Karachi, where he would literally sleep on the bench just to serve patients. Eventually, he saved enough to purchase an ambulance, one of only two or three in the entire province, and drove throughout all of Send responding to emergency calls at any hour of the day. From there, he kept on working and over 60 years developed the largest NGO in Pakistan, with nearly 2,000 ambulances, 350 fully-serviced healthcare centers, over 3,000 employees, nearly 50,000 midwives or nurses trained and essentially becoming a compass to hundreds of millions just through the way he lived his life. And although he passed away in the holy month of Ramadan in 2016, his vision and work very much lives on, specifically through the leadership of his son, Mr. Fessel EB and his wife and partner, Mrs. Bilkis Edee. Mrs. Bilkis, of course, has been supporting him since the very early days, not only working alongside of him day in and day out, but also bringing in a light in a world that Edisab said was often full of darkness. And together they raised their family, including Mr. Fessel Edi, who learned alongside Edisab as a child, then worked alongside of him after finishing his higher studies, and eventually with Mrs. Bill Kees has helped succeed the foundation after Edisab's passing. Although this is a bit longer conversation than usual, we wanted to share as much richness from it as possible. Together, Mrs. Bill Keese and Mr. Fessel Edie share Eadie belief that the only way to change society is through our work. They share his hope that bad things happen quickly but eventually fade away while change comes slowly but lasts for a long time. And they share his conviction that we each have a role and responsibility to play in bringing about that long-lasting change that the world so desperately needs.
0: Is it okay? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It will be like a conversation. Benjamin, um, uh, some things, Aethi's philosophy was very deep and very uh, wide. He had a very uh, thorough study of society. And he believed, uh, the main belief of him, uh, the one of the main belief of his was uh, to uh, to narrow the distance of rich and poor
1: mm.
0: i believe that uh, according to his uh, philosophy he was uh, he was very much inspired by sufi uh, way of uh, working he was uh, um, you have to excuse my english right so I don't have a uh, very big it's, vocabulary. It's perfect. I don't have a very good and very good and big vocabulary. So I have very limited words to explain things. Um, he always wanted himself to be stay within the common people, hmm. within the lower classes, working classes.
1: And um, uh, can I ask how that how that influenced your childhood growing up? I mean, I, I kind of wanted to go back, since we have the opportunity, to what it was like uh, I, as a, a child of, of Ibi Saab's, and he's, he's written in his book, which I, I brought, about um, some of his philosophy and the implication on the family. At one point, I think your brother, Kutab asked for a bicycle, and there's this great or was it you <laughs> maybe both of you mm-hmm. and there's this great uh, line where he says if we cannot buy a bicycle for everyone in the world we will not buy it for our son it's and so a, I was wondering is this a fair window into how edisob was yeah it's as it's, a father. it's true
0: he didn't uh, um, he didn't bought us the bike hmm. it was a bike cycle yeah yeah so bicycle and in Pakistan, bike, uh, the common word for the bike is motorbike. Mm. So, people get confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bicycle. They, uh, I and my brother demanded from my father. So, they, he refused. And uh, uh, for a for long time, he keep refusing that until we will not buy the bike for the whole neighborhood, we should not buy the bike, mm. bicycle. So... <laughs> um, uh, that was his uh, 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 answer to our our demand and uh, our childhood was not as normal as other people's uh, childhood. He was fully dedicated to his work. He used to work in his office, sleep in his office. He used to live here. He didn't had a home. We were being grown up in our grandmother's home, hmm. my mother's mother home. Rabia Ma. Rabia, Ma. Yeah. my mother's mother's yeah. home and uh, my mother was not also with us there, mm-hmm. so I was the youngest child in all of them. And uh, I was very sensitive uh, about the family matters, but I didn't have any um, complaints mm-hmm. to my father. Sometimes I used to complain my mother. Uh, the reason I think uh, I used to complain my mother was she, she was very harsh to me. Um, not only to me, to all the children, because she wanted all of the, all of, all of our children, all of our brothers and sisters to go to school and uh, educate properly so we can compete in the life and get the uh, good position uh, among the good uh, citizens. Mm. So we were not good, all of the children were not good in education because our background was not educational my, my my father was not educated my my mother was only i think he, she was matriculate uh, secondary school uh, graduate hmm. so uh, and they both were not giving us times they both were engaged in the social in the social work hmm. uh, full time and uh, many times must, mr Edi used to say that my age is double than what age is in the reality because I work double shifts, I work in nights and in days hmm. and he used to work in nights, at 3 o'clock you call him at the office number he would he would answer
1: hmm.
0: at 3 o'clock no matter, until he became very sick he stopped uh, operating hmm. uh, the telephone otherwise he was operating the telephone by himself and uh, he used to answer and he used to uh, not only answer he used to serve the people they they were asking for the people who um, who called for what whatever cause mm. he used to serve that cause and um, uh, and another thing I, I was very sensitive about the family and uh, uh, but i never complained to my father as i say, as i told you and um, because uh, the reason i knew and all of us knew that the reason he is working for the cause of humanity and that's the greatest cause in the world. Mm. So we had never complained it and we managed it by ourselves. And uh, my, grandmother, my grandmother was also a working lady.
1: Mm.
0: She used to work in a, um, in a labor room. She, earlier she was a teacher mm. and when I was growing up she was, a, she was working in a labor room. Uh, and um, with Idisab. with Idisab. yeah uh, in the morning shifts mm. she used to wake up early in the morning like uh, 5 o'clock and she used to read quran and um, um, she used to read quran early in the morning and she was uh, she used to fast like 3 to 4 months uh, uh, 3 to 4 months in a year in a in a whole year wow. so she was very religious lady and um, i had very bad relation with her I used to tease her, I used to tease her a lot, I used to give her a lot, I used to give her a hard time uh, very much Mm. and um, I remember growing up with her and uh, uh, she used to, she used to give me 5 rupees every day to spend Mm. at that time and uh, she was a working lady and she had very little money so Five days, uh, five rupees per day at that time was not much money. But I didn't say and I remember I used to ask for more money and said I'm, I'm a poor lady, go go ask your father for the money.
1: <laughs> and, I love this uh, part in the book um, where it talks about your crash course in development. I mean you mentioned that maybe you weren't that great in school and your siblings weren't, but Ili said that your circumstances were a crash course in your development. Walking to school, traveling by bus or on Tonga, filling water from communal taps, being surrounded by corpses, and watching parents who worked all the time would form your character or would form their character, your siblings and you. And he also talks about you having to choose for yourself if you wanted to adopt his mission or his work. He says, they cannot become shareholders in my labor. This is a profession of the heart. Those of them who wish to inherit my mission will have to follow it as a way of life. It's not a kingdom, it's a mission. And so I guess my question is, when did you decide to follow Edisab's way of life? And was there a moment that, that kind of sticks out in your memory of, When you might look back and think, okay, this is the moment where I realized the work that my father was doing and that I wanted to pursue something similar to that.
0: I was very much attached to my father since my childhood. Hmm. And uh, uh, whenever he used to come once a week at our home for the lunch. And that was Friday. Uh, our uh, prayer. Uh, it's, it's Friday. Is Friday used to be our holiday, mm. like Sunday in, in in
1: in in Western countries? So at that after, time, after after Juma prayer, he would come for lunch.
0: Yeah, after Juma prayer, he used to he would to come for lunch, and okay. I used to wait for him outside uh, my house, our house, our building, mm. outside our building. I used to sit on the footpath, for, wait for him so he used to come in his ambulance and we used to have a whole family used to have lunch all together we used uh, on friday my father's favorite food my fa- my father's favorite uh, dish was uh, akni akni is in Memini or gujarati culture it's uh, it's a uh, rice and uh, meat cooked together and uh, with the, with the red chilies so it's red um uh, it's like a biryani red biryani
1: hmm.
0: and uh, we used to have lunch together and when my mother my father used to leave sometime he used to come to through ambulance and sometime he used to walk and then go by walking so whenever he used to come by walk he used to be alone and we were all of uh, 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 we were always be uh, afraid that uh, he, something might happen to him if hmm. He's by himself. Somebody might attack him, or something will happen. So I used to go with him after we. Um, it was in my it was my feeling that I should not leave him alone. Mm. So I used to uh, go with him to his office, which is about seven eight minutes walk from from the office uh, from how, our house to office. Maximum ten minutes walk. Mm. Sometimes on Fridays. Some shops would open because of the seasons, mm. like uh, Ramzan seasons or the greeting seasons or uh, uh, Eid seasons. They they open the shops because they are busy because it's all cloth market and everything. They are working in clothes. So people used to stop and talk to him. We, we used to have a chat with him, and I used to listen to him uh, when he was uh, having chat with uh, the common people mm. and his friends on the way to on the way to his office or to his home we used to have a dialogues with the people and once uh, i leave him then i usually come to those people who had a chat with him and sometimes those people were against his ideologies mm-hmm. his ideologies were uh, were little left oriented and many people in our community are right uh, rightest uh, mindset with the rightist mindset so yeah, they used to come i was young at that time like 10 years old, 9 years old. And they used to call me, I used to go to them and they used to say that your father is a, a, a non-believer, hmm. he is an atheist. In Urdu they used to say mulhid, kafir, uh, mulhid and murtid, ne, mulhid. mulhid was the word they used to say. Hmm. Mulhid was the word that he say. they used to say and they say he is and mulhid. Nastik and mulhid are two words. Used in English in in Urdu hmm. for people who are non-religious, hmm. so they used to call him. And I didn't I didn't know about these words, so I used to go to my father. That fala, that uh, particular man met me the other day. You were talking to him. He said your father is uh, Nastik and um, mulhid. So he used to laugh at this place or his his in his room. He used to laugh and he used to say. Let them say whatever they say. Mm. But I believe in what I believe in. Mm. I will not change myself because of these people. They don't have any ideologies, they don't have any goals. They are working for money. Mm. That's what his words were. And uh, those things affected me. They it, These things and these uh, answers developed me with my uh, thoughts. Hmm. and whatever i am is because of those thoughts of my father used to give it to me hmm. and i used to come and ask why they call you nastik i see you praying i used i see you offering namaz and uh, may, most of the time i used i see you listening to quran so why they call you they call you nastik so they said it doesn't matter they, they they don't have anything else to say that's why they say these words Hmm. ...to demise me, hmm. to degrade me.
1: And there's this great picture in the book of you and Ibi Sahib. You look maybe like 17 years old. With a jacket? Yeah. That's Tokyo. Oh. i was in tokyo
0: i remember it, it was it was a uh, it was a, a, a in a community gathering hmm. with mr adi and he had a um, uh, people gathered to meet him so it was a, a event it, it was a event to see mr adi and he, to listen to him and it was a drive to collect donation around the world so we went from karachi to uh, i remember sydney From Sydney to Tokyo, from Tokyo to, then we went to America, uh, New York. Okay. From Tokyo to America. And uh, it's about, uh, in 92, it's almost 27, 28 years old Hmm.
1: picture. Hmm. It's a nice picture. I was wondering what this story was. I was also wondering, Edi talks about his brother Aziz and how at a young age, Aziz couldn't understand why Iri was so concerned about this social work. And I was just wondering uh-huh. if any of your siblings were also not at all concerned about the social work and wondering about you, like why you're interested in, in these things. Or was it that all of your siblings were joining your father on these trips and... Getting involved in in this, uh, my uh, all
0: of my childrens are all of my childrens are interested in Mr. Edi's work. Hmm. And they are greatly involved in Mr. Edi's uh, philosophy and all work.
1: your brothers and sisters,
0: my brothers and sisters, and even my sis- my, and own own own, children, your own my own children, my own children, and Kutub is little away from it. My my father used to drag him hmm. to this uh, work, but he was not much interested. He's the oldest. He is the oldest son. Uh, He is the oldest son, but the oldest uh, children among us
1: is Kubra. Okay. Is Kubra. So, they were all interested in in the work of your father.
0: But Kubra is full-time working with the Edi Foundation. Okay. She is living in
1: one of the Edi home Hmm. and she is full-time working in Edi Foundation. And of course, Irisab's uh, example of simplicity, which you sort of referred to with the bicycle example. And I'm just wondering how else this might have manifested itself or how it might have shown up as, as you were growing up. I mean, Irisab says simplicity is the only beneficial way of life. And he talks about begging on the road in order to create the humility in himself. He, he wanted to stay with the common people. That's why he
0: used to adopt the simple way of life.
1: And he also, he used to, he also and he talks used, even uh-huh. about his own childhood. He says, although we were not poor, people thought we were poor. When he was, I think, you know, seven, eight years old in, in, uh, in India. In Bhattva. India. Bhattva. Um, and so I'm wondering... Was that similar to your upbringing? in, in that you you were not. I was living in. A, I might... was living in a labor I was in living in a
0: neighborhood. We could have lived in a very good neighborhood, but I was Mr. Adi had no home. Hmm. He he never constructed his home or he never bought his home. He uh, we were living in uh, uh, my grandfather's grandmother's home, as I told you, and that was located in a very um, I would say a working class uh, uh, neighborhood and uh, uh, it was only one room house mm. only one room house and one in, in that room there was a kitchen and a uh, and a bathroom and there are a lot of shortages electricity was short water was short but water is a need electricity is a need in these days mm. and uh, how the people get was very when they had to extra effort they have to do extra effort for that
1: mm.
0: they had to expend extra money for that government was not giving anything so we were living in a in a neighborhood where these problems were existing, yeah. and uh, people
1: people had to do extra efforts to get their needs. It's it's like Edie Saab said that your circumstances were a crash course in your development. In essence, essentially your life was your education in a way, and. Um, and it's hard to package Edi vision in, in one or two statements, but um, I'll, I'll give it a, a go, which is, in the book he talks about changing the system and he talks about going to Hajj. And his prayer at Hajj was that God would allow him to do big work. He says, make me do big work for you, such big work that will change the direction of the world. I want nothing more. I do not forget that I am a tool, for my work is beyond my own capability. Use me to the fullest degree and to the end of my life in rendering great work for his people across the world." And I guess I wonder, like, what gave Ibisab such a huge vision? I mean, what made him believe these things were possible, that he could change the world? At one point, he says, the race has begun. I'm on the starting line, and something tells me I could win. <laughs> what, what inspired he wanted, him to that He, he, he wanted, uh, whenever he used to
0: talk, he, was, he would not talk only about Pakistan. He would talk about uh, all of the third world countries. He would say that uh, the only way to go or change the third world country to a welfare state. He was a strongly supporter of these third world countries should become the uh, welfare state and should serve the common people of their own a uh, majority of their own people and uh, which are which these countries are not doing which these countries are not doing and um, their, um, his thoughts uh, were without becoming a welfare state you will not be able to solve the problems of the common people So, he used to, uh, most of the time he used to talk about the welfare states Mm. and he used to give examples of the European countries and their health system and education system to the common people of their countries. Mm.
1: And I wanted to ask uh, about Ed's principles. I've tried to identify a few of them. There were four were common. Simplicity, truth,
0: punctuality, and uh, fourth was um, hardworking. Yeah. These these were the
1: common he used to always talk. Yeah. So we talked about simplicity, and I guess even beyond those four uh, principles, there's this broader vision of humanity as religion, and. I I just wanted to understand a little bit more. He says, no religion declares humanitarianism as an obligation, yet all stress upon it as the only acceptable way of life. And this idea of all of the religions working towards action and towards the emphasis on the human being, and I was just, just wondering how this might have manifested or how it showed up on a daily basis. If there were any examples of, of what this meant to Edi Saab. used to say that there are big five
0: religions. Islam, Christianity. Christianity is the biggest. Islam, Hinduism, Judaism and uh, Buddhism. Hmm. And there are many others. But these are five big uh, religions. He used to quote these five religions and said they all religions were being... Uh, they came to the world or they were uh, they came to the world for the betterment of their followers or the common people. But afterwards they were hijacked by the shopkeepers. Hmm. And he used to call these five big shops. and he used to say that they are being used for making money. Hmm. They are not used for the original cause they were created for. And the main cause of their is to make money, hmm. and serve the elite class and the rich classes.
1: Hmm. And he says, uh, Islam without practice is a negation of God. The holy book is truly valued only when, it, when its prescription is followed. It's true.
0: In, uh, the common people in Pakistan, they read Quran in Arabic, they, they don't understand. They have read Quran dozens of times but they did not, they don't understand what it is, what it has written. Mm. So they, whatever the jahil molvis, the illiterate molvis say to them, they believe it. Even though everything is written in Quran, the common things which they are confused and they are, they cannot find the way out. Mm. It's written in Quran, but because they read in Arabic Mm. and they are taught to read in Arabic. So they should read in their local languages so they could understand what Quran says. Quran says different and Molvi says different things. So as knowledge is a key to change, so Muslims should learn Quran in their own languages so they can understand what is written, so they cannot be misled, they cannot be misguided and uh, um, they can live better lives than they are doing today. Mm.
1: And transitioning into this idea of action, which is very much related to religion and humanitarianism. He said, public service was the only meaningful way to pray and the most perfect interpretation of the Quran. Religion declares the lowest form of labor as the highest dignity by pure intention, action as opposed to ritual and as opposed to theory. I love this emphasis on action, and I think that's one of the core principles of Iri is action and hard work, and that we need to actually do something. Yes, you need to understand the Quran or whatever in a holy book you might, you might believe in, or b- believe in. You believe in. But then uh, understanding is only the first part, and action is more important. And so, I, I just wonder, um, Edisop set such a strong example, he would talk about driving endlessly behind the ambulance to the point his head was spinning, or sleeping on the bench, or working 24 hours. I mean, are these... Is this something that we can all try to be like, uh, or is it very hard to live a life of action? This is the, this is the only way to
0: change. This is the only way to change. Many people I know in the world, they only talk. They don't work. They don't believe in work. They just want to talk, talk and talk. And they are depending on other people's works. They get money from, I would say, from other people's efforts. And uh, they are not doing anything. The best way to change the society is to work and to do it by, by yourself. And everybody should be part of it. Everybody should be part of it. Otherwise, you will not be able to change it.
1: And Edi uh gave his own personal example. He said the only responsibility you can take is your own fight back with your own example, fight back with Edie. And he also said, I was setting a personal example, proving the capacity of one man's hard work is sufficient. Help is a handicap, an excuse for the lazy, a crutch for the crippled. And my question is, how is one man's work enough? Can can our example be enough? Can Edie Saab's example be enough? I mean, the problem seems so complicated and so big that it, it no no problems is not complicated it is
0: uh, it, it is explained it like this it's not it's very really simple managing a kitchen is more complicated than managing the systems of the society and our all women working in kitchens are better managers than our politicians and the social workers.
1: So, what is necessary to improve those systems?
0: Cleaning, cleaning, cooking and serving. It's just like serving the society. Sanitation is needed in the society for cleaning. Serving food is needed in the society to keep the society running. And, uh, health is very important mm. for the common people in those neighborhoods which are not clean you would find mean uh, you would find diseases spreading from there and many other problems mm. which they have to face So I would believe that the women in our house are better than the men who are managing the societies.
1: Mm. And this idea of mind shift, uh, change, changing mindsets. This is another one of Edi Saab's principles, this idea of self-actualization or self-learning. He calls it self-help in the book. But I, I think people have a different idea today of exactly what self-help means. But his explanation is awakening the people. Shaking them from their stupor Directing their attention towards personal ability Reviving their dignity with the concept of self-help and self-learning This was the issue Islam demanded self-sufficiency as a way of life In which there is no humiliation in any form of labor And I, I just wonder how to promote that kind of culture Or the, even the habit of depending on yourself And not someone else to help you or not a handout or safarish or a reference or something he wanted to say that on the micro level we have to work hard for
0: the better uh, uh, environment to live in everybody have to work everybody have to work changes change is in the struggle those if there is no struggle there will be no change they should work hard to change the society, they should depend on their own people's uh, efforts and struggle To change the society and to develop the resources to change within the society
1: because and, how did, if you, and how do we do that? Or how did Edisab try to do that? Edisab
0: did it by, by, by the hard work
1: hmm. He used to work all the time
0: He did not depend on the uh, donor agencies to help him and he never went to to a rich people to support him. He never went to any rich people to support him. Mm. No, he always went to the common people, and people used to come to him to help him. Mm. And whenever there was a shortage of funds, he used to he used to go and stand on the street to aware the people to do something to do something for the society to do something instead of individualism for the collective cause we uh, I had a very uh, sometimes we had a chat about the begging of uh, Mr. Edi so he said "I, I don't want this society I'm not promoting begging he used to say that I'm not promoting begging I am promoting the collectivism I am teaching them to do the charity mm-hmm. It's not by the means of money they can do by themselves they can go to serve people in their neighborhood in their society in their uh, in their neighborhood in their buildings in their you know whenever they see anything something bad is happening they can go and work in it to do it better. Mm-hmm. volunteerism he
1: wanted to uh, promote. Mm-hmm. And how do we get people to reflect more self-reflect? Ebisoab said that no ilm no knowledge is more significant than the study of life itself. And this can be acquired by the simple method of sensitivity towards your surroundings. Education can be extracted from all things. But I think that requires a certain level of reflection or sensitivity that is not that common in society or in mankind in general and i feel if we could advance ourselves in this reflection he was not against change. education he was against he was against the
0: individualism but educated people in this in the common in this third world countries and the common uh, it's very common that they only serve the multinational companies They serve the rich people, they serve the rich classes and the working class and the poor classes are left without any facilities, Mm. without any services. So, that's why he was much... uh, He used to say people have become educated but not become a human. Mm. They have not become a human. That was his reason. Mm. That they have forgotten the humanity. Mm. They have forgotten that they have to work for the cause of common people for the all people not to serve the rich people Mm.
1: Is there a way that E.B. Saab would encourage people to reflect and to think about how they could learn from life around them this idea that you can acquire simple methods of sensitivity towards your surroundings that you could learn from your uh, Different circumstances From your surroundings Yeah Yeah How did he do that? I mean It seems he's He did that with you And your siblings uh, He used to work I mean This foundation only
0: Had one ambulance for, for nearly 25 years <laughs> From In the beginning In that period He used to drive That ambulance by himself Because he had not He had little money To hire someone Plus 24 hours He used to work uh, by himself. Mm. So that concept became from that beginning. Mm. And uh, he used to sleep next to the telephone. Mm. Somebody at 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock used to call in the morning that my mother is sick. I want to take her to the hospital. He used to go by himself he used to go by himself and after giving that ambulance service to that uh, patient people used to give him money he said no i don't want i don't want money you can come and put it into the donation box so he wanted them to create a habit of giving donations mm. and he created it he created it and hundreds and hundreds of people who give this who give donation to this uh, this uh, this foundation are those people mr edi have served them mm. and they are still giving it to him since last 30 years 40 50 years mm. and they are telling their children to give donation to the edi foundation mm. because they are working for the cause and they have served uh, they have served your mother or your grandmother mm. by himself they, used to te- they they are they are telling these uh, their children that uh, serving this
1: is this is called serving hmm. what I love about that is it it sort of teaches us that maybe action comes before knowledge that you do action, action speaks yeah you do something and then you start to reflect on why you did that or what it taught you a lot of times you think That you have to know how to do something before you can do it. But perhaps you can just start doing something. Giving a donation. Or going and having some service. Giving some service. And then later you might reflect on. Okay, why did I do that? And why did I feel good when I did that? And how can I continue? And this is uh, his uh,
0: saying. This is his statement. Newspaper statement in 1991. Mm. It says... Main sawab ya ki mein. I don't work for the main sawab ya I don't work for the blessing of God or for the greed of heaven. I don't work for that. Hmm. I work for the I work for the humanity. Hmm. Yeah. It's
1: nineteen
0: ninety-one, it's a 91. newspaper. I hmm. found it from, the, um, uh, from old files, hmm. so I copied it and pasted it, so I, I can read hmm. and understand the philosophy of Mr. Edi.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Hmm.
0: And people who are working
1: in this organization can understand.
0: Hmm.
1: And I wanted to ask a few questions about um, the strategy behind Edi Foundation as an organization because you were mentioning how people would give donations for the ambulance rides in the initial days. Mm-hmm. And Edi Saab had r- written that, you know, you pay what you can. Don't if you cannot pay. Uh, and he would never refuse anyone for the ambulances. And so I'm wondering, like, today, how has that evolved to where Edi Foundation is? In, in other words, like, for the ambulances, Particularly, um, you know, what is the pricing uh, scheme or or program, and how has EV Foundation been able to be sustainable?
0: The majority of our work is uh, on the donations. Hmm. Uh, in many our many of our services is free. We don't ask if if somebody's come if somebody comes here for the shelter. We don't ask them for
1: the money or nothing. So that's for the center. Um, and I guess my question is around other entrepreneurs who are trying to grow organizations like myself with Amal Academy or other social entrepreneurs who are trying to get some revenue income so that their organization doesn't have to depend on you know, donor organizations from outside, for example. So, I'm just curious about your strategy around ambulances especially because I know this could be something that people are willing to pay for. Um, um, ambulance what's is your strategy behind… Ambulance, we have grown very widely in Pakistan.
0: And ambulance is the biggest head of expense for this organization. Hmm. And it's a big of this organization also. Without ambulances, our structure will fail. And uh, mobility is very important for organizations to work like this organization. Mr. E.di used to call him, call this head of expense a white elephant, hmm. the expense of edi Ambulance in Pakistan, in Adi Foundation. We have to manage it, and the because of it is biggest expense, the biggest resources are spent on it.
1: And in terms of in terms income, of revenue, it's yeah. in
0: terms of revenue, most of the money. Is from the donation, hmm. and very minimum minimum charges are done for those people who are a user of common common people who use them every day, or sometimes and and some and sometimes like in disasters, in accidents, hmm. in uh, transporting any unknown person, it's free.
1: Hmm. And I'm really curious about government collaboration because many uh, entrepreneurs might think that. Uh, They have to collaborate with the government in order to reach the masses because it's such a huge country. And yet, Ili Saab, at different points in his career, he said at one point, this was not the way for me to collaborate with the government, nor was this the time. I would have to work despite the government, ignore it, but work alongside it, not become part of it, nor oppose it. And so I'm just wondering how his perspective changed over time. How did he envision achieving such an ambitious goal as a welfare state without partnering with the government? He was uh, uh, telling that
0: our organization, in his views, and which I had uh, a little bit of opposing it, Mm. he used to say this organization by itself will become government one day. And uh, uh, this organization will change not only Pakistan, but it will become the idea to change the world, hmm. change the world of uh, of third world countries, especially used to talk about. And these third world countries will follow the example of Edi Foundation, and uh, social work will be the key. Um, will be the key to change the third world mm. to a welfare state by the force we will not be able to change it we'll not we will not be able to use the violence against the government authorities and he said it will change it will change and i don't know how but it, he used to say it will change mm. just keep doing the work mm.
1: and you have even it is
0: out of my capacity to, to think, but it he used to say. Hmm. And... And uh, we are working as a parallel
1: government in Pakistan,
0: hmm. if you think.
1: And so you opposed it at some point now, do you believe that it will change or... I by you the time, are of, sure. by the passage of time, it will,
0: it will change a little. Hmm. Hmm. States are the creation of uh, Uh, civilizations when there were no civilizations people were living in jungles and in tribes and there was they used to serve the common people very I mean with the very importance nobody there was no hunger there was no exploitation of classes everything was owned by the tribes the jungle is owned by the tribe is not owned by the individuals yeah. State is a uh, product of civilization where individualism is protected by the state. Mm. But the wealthy classes are supported and protected by the state.
1: Mm.
0: And commoners are exploited by those wealthy classes. Not by the state, mm. but by the rich classes so one day this social work and and the mentality of the people will change the whole world
1: what's interesting to me is that Iddi stayed focused on Karachi for about 20 years more than that maybe more than that and finally after 20 plus years he said in eighties,
0: he started working in fifty one. Huh. Nearly 30, 30 years, 30 years he worked for the Karachi, hmm. and then in early eighties, he established one of first one of his first center was Chatta, uh, hmm. which is about hundred kilometers from Karachi, and the second center was Peshawar, I would believe. Or first was Peshawar, and the second was Chatta, something, something like that.
1: Hmm. And I'm just surprised that um, with such a massive vision that it was focused on Karachi for so long. And I wonder what the lesson for he, others He had might limited be. resources. Mm-hmm. He had limited
0: resources, he was building his image, his uh, goodwill mm-hmm. in that uh, in that twenty five, thirty years uh, struggle after, that image was built, people started trusting him. Mm. And he started expanding. So initial effort of one whole generation, more than 20 years is needed Mm. to establish the goodwill and the image among the people. Mm.
1: And then the growth was pretty Fast. Massive and fast. Really fast. Um, I, I just have like two last questions. One is a, a kind of a set of questions around Ibisab's management style, and then about, of course, his uh, marriage with Bilkis B.B. On the management style, Ibisab uh, admits or shares in his book that he was very, at some point, he even used the word dictator. That he hired and fired, uh, people were oftentimes afraid of him, um, They that he essentially expected perfection and was really, uh, I don't know, displeased or upset when people disappointed. And I'm just wondering, you know, your thoughts on what were the pros and cons of this management style? I mean, everyone has their own thoughts on what's some, a good were, leader and
0: and what's there not were good many leader. good things about that uh, way of management and there mm. were some bad things about that way of management. But uh, Mr. Edi evolved. Mm. He was not trained. He he evolved. And he was learning everything by himself by the uh, uh, by the lessons he was being taught. By his surroundings and the people he used, they used to betray him. Simplicity was the biggest way of managing this organization. One of the simplicity, punctuality, hardworking. These four four principles were were uh, very common features of his management hmm. and hard working and truth. Hmm. He used. He, there are many common things he used to say but uh, on on public it's not uh, uh, good to say it he, he he has evolved himself and i would not say anything against it because uh, he was a natural man hmm. that's what i say
1: And what do you think um, some of the benefits were of having such a strict initially such a strict management style? Now
0: we we don't have. Idi um, Saab uh, was little. He was not too much literate. Hmm. His organization was working on very good gr- on very very good grounds. All the techniques were followed, copied, and uh, uh, implemented in this organization. But by himself, he was. Not much literate. The language he used to write Hmm. was different than the language his worker used to write. Hmm. The language he used to write was Indian language, Gujarati language. Hmm. And he used to read. In Karachi, there are couple of Gujarati newspapers, still two Gujarati newspapers being published. But they are under crisis because many people don't, the new generation don't speak and write that language. Hmm. So he used to write that language. It's a language barrier the documents the audits and everything was in local language in mm. pakistani language urdu and he used to read and write the gujarati language
1: mm.
0: that was one more barrier in 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 this system he used to face mm. and many many people he trusted they betrayed him mm. so he was not Trusting anybody. Hmm.
1: Last time when you and I met, we were talking a little bit about the systems that um, were being
0: built. One more feature that was very prominent in his management style was um, blind faith. Hmm. Blind faith in his management style. was very common which i challenged hmm. when i came to this organization i changed that feature the blind faith system was challenged by the documents which i implemented
1: hmm.
0: and this organization was benefited and mr edi was very happy of my entrance and coming into this organization and he allowed me to do anything hmm. so i implemented many uh, many documents which were auditable and the performance of our resources became very good, hmm. they doubled since last 25 years. Hmm. The higher and higher, yeah. huh. the concept of Mr. Bilki Sehdi, the, the, the explanation of Mr. Bilki Sehdi
1: hmm.
0: changed a little because everything was being documented then. Hmm. I uh, uh, implemented the logbooks for the ambulances I created the uh, uh, Department of um, Human Resource in which every complaints and all the data of the workers were being kept. That brought many changes to this organization and hire and fire ratio became also Mm. very little. Mm. The turnover of the organization was about at that time 50% or more than 50%. Mm. Every two years, I would believe, 25%, 30%. Hmm. It changed to 10% now.
1: Wow. About how many employees do you have now?
0: Uh, currently, we have about 3,000 employees. Oh. And um,
1: and at, at what point did you come into the organization and start introducing... In
0: ninety-four. Okay. 93, 94, 90, in 92 I came but I left, went back to Pakistan, I went out of Pakistan again okay. because the education system was very hard for me to, um, I was not good at education. Hmm. So, becoming a matriculate in Pakistan was becoming very hard for me. It it seems to be very burdened, uh, this educational system, metric system. So, I decided to go to America, go uh, and do the graduation from there but... Uh, My, my mind was here, Hmm. with Mr. Edi and I, whenever I used to talk to Mr. Edi over the telephone, he used to say come back. Hmm. So after one year I came back, I didn't graduate from there also. Hmm. Then I started doing my education privately in Pakistan, I matriculated from here, Pakistan. Then I went to college for inter, um, from Southern St. Patrick Government College, studied inter from there. And then I went to Karachi University. Uh, No, I did BA privately. And then for the Masters, I went to Karachi University Hmm. for two years.
1: Hmm. And after that, you joined Mr. Edi? I was working
0: with Mr. Edi. I was was working with Mr. Edi all the time. Since since I came back from
1: America. Building those documentation. I used to sell news. Where do you live? In New York? Uh, My family is in California. And? uh, Sacramento. Never went to New York. Yeah, oh. I lived in New York for two years in There was a, ha- I, in
0: Harlem. There was a newspaper New York Newsday
1: Yeah, in New yeah. York. yeah, yeah You used to sell that
0: I used to sell that on the street of Brooklyn's oh,
1: On the street uh,
0: st- on the street of Brooklyn,
1: huh. Which which neighborhood
0: in Brooklyn do you remember? Uh, I, I used to live in Canarsie huh. But I used to sell the newspaper about two kilometers away from two to three kilometers away from that place huh. On because day. I had no job yeah, And I had to support myself My, gave, my father gave me money He gave me money I uh, he, he said I would be needing it To support my living there hmm. But I didn't use that money for one and a half years
1: hmm.
0: When I came back to Pakistan I returned that money to him And he said I don't need it It's yours Then I said I don't need it It's yours <laughs> So what he did he called my um, uh, my sister and gave that money to her huh. and said that it's Faisal's money. Whenever he needs it, he will he will take it from you. Huh. Still, that money
1: is with that sister. <laughs> That's too good. Um, and so, at what point did? You have the idea that maybe you would take over Edi Foundation. And at what point did Edi have this idea? No,
0: I had no idea. I just wanted to stay under Mr. Edi. Huh. I never thought of taking this organization. I, was, I always wanted to stay under Mr. Edi. Hmm. And I wanted this
1: organization to, to flourish. But he never had the conversation with you like festival after... I pass away, then I want you to take this role and do this with the organization.
0: In his mind, uh, he used to say that you will, take, uh, you will be the person who will be running this organization with Bilki Sehdi. Mm. With Bilki So uh, currently, all of the ladies uh, section of this organization is run by Mrs. Bilki and my sister is assisting her. Mm. I am looking after the ambulance mm. and the other parts of this organization.
1: At this point in the conversation, we had a chance to join Mrs. Bilkis Edie upstairs in her office and ask her questions about her marriage and her partnership with Edi Saab, about the work she's done, and really the work she continues to do with Edie Foundation. We've had to edit it down at points, as she was speaking mostly in a mix of Urdu, Memini, and English, and Mr. Fessel was helping to translate. But we've tried to include most of the original conversation and definitely not compromise any of the integrity or the meaning or the feeling and the emotions of the conversation. Should we start? Sure, So, my questions are about marriage and your partnership with Edi, Edi Saab. Edi Saab said in the book, that my wife is a
0: rebel at heart which is how he described Too <laughs> so, <speaks> Th- long i will not be able to translate her ai shaadi je mein saath <laughs> saab jo a rebel at heart samaj <laughs> mein Samaj me jo nine safuin. Jo nine safuin in jah lafuing.
2: Banabar. Okay.
0: She's saying yeah, I was
1: rebel. Okay. He said uh, she was mischievous and didn't take work too seriously. And even Ie EV said uh, she was happy to consider his life an ideal way to live. As an they were very different, but yet she was still happy to adopt his lifestyle. My question is, how are they so different, but yet? I was
0: told that I was a little bit lifestyle. I was a little bit of a lifestyle. I was a little bit of a lifestyle. I was a little bit lifestyle.
2: I was a
0: little bit lifestyle. I was a little bit a lifestyle. I was a little lifestyle. <laughs> yeah she says yeah i adopted his uh, way of life but I you still used to fight with him <laughs> She's uh,
2: uh, ladai uh, she is talking in home language not urdu she is talking in mebni matlab hai is life <laughs> to
0: She's saying that I used to say to him that if you are not living a uh, common family life, then why did you marry? Mm-hmm. So we had a fight with it. Uh, we had a uh, we had a fight uh, about it with each other, and uh, after and then he stopped uh, eating for a couple of days. Then for two three days he didn't used to eat. Then I used to go and uh, uh, compromised and. Uh, live together then Mm. I give up
1: she used to give up Uh, and I guess Bilkis Bibi used to say why did you marry me if all you have in your heart is your love for work and Elisab would say of course I would wish to spend more time with her and with the family but time was short and I had to deprive us both of that joy
2: she saying
0: yes saying that he never became ours Mr. Edy didn't become ours we became his
1: and one thing he writes in the book is how happy he felt or how many jokes and laughter that Bilkis Bibi gave and how he was always so serious but after the marriage, then he was also lighter and felt happier. And I just wondered how, how was she able to bring the laughter in such difficult work when Idi uh-huh. had such a difficult she life.
0: Was, she was, uh, what do you call it, humor. She used to spend a good time with her, she used to, she used to joke and do humor with him, uh, humor with him, and uh, to release his tensions and he was always worried about the work and tensions about the work mm-hmm. so she used to give a, a good company to him and in around his surroundings and all the working uh, workers to this office she used to take them to the uh, to the in, uh, to the parks and see see seaside seaside, seaside. Mm-hmm. for the enjoyment and for the entertainment mm-hmm. and uh, she used to give i mean she was very um, energetic in uh, changing the environment.
2: Mm-hmm. She's, she's
0: saying that we used to uh, hide from him when we used to go out for the for the for the entertainment, when we come back and then we tell him that we were we were out for the entertainment or for the enjoyment.
2: <laughs> he's
0: saying that he was very strict he was not allowing anything to do in this office and his surrounding so we used to tell him that somebody has died and we are going to visit his uh, we are going to visit the uh, his home or his place uh, to pay the tribute to and we used to go for the picnics he is saying that he was very... Conjusy means penny wise. Penny wise?
1: Miser.
0: Miser, miser. He was he was very miser that he was not spending anything on any place, anything else than the social work. So we used, we found the ways out of his social work to enjoy
2: ourselves. not to social work,
0: amazing <laughs> we used to hide from him and go to the wa- to go to watch movie mm-hmm. and that was our social work
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> to watch social movie work. in cinema
1: <laughs> i love that that's um, a rebellion that's the rebel at heart <laughs> and um what about the difficult times because Ibisab has written that uh, there was some sadness sometimes in, in Bilkis's eyes and he felt badly about that. She's saying that I was,
2: I
0: was not upset, I was very uh, energetic enjoy. and I used to enjoy myself and enjoy the surroundings and life. After a
1: death or a burial or something. Burial of? burial anyone, some people going
0: in the ambulance. In the beginning. She says in the <laughs> beginning I became, I was very fearful. And I was...
2: Sixty-five, In 1965 war. In 1965
0: war, uh, we saw many many dead bodies. Indian-Pakistan war
2: So it was,
0: this area was under attack. A so lot of dead body used to come here. A lot of dead body used to come here and uh, we used to see that dead bodies and we had a fear in our mind so that he used to talk i think he used to talk about in the beginning in the beginning when we used to see the dead bodies sure. and then afterwards it became common
1: want to ask about... Yisab said marriage is either good or it's bad. If you find the right partner, then
2: it's good. She's saying that uh, marriage is a compromise. Uh,
0: it's not a bad or uh, right. It's a compromise and the women have to uh, compromise. The thame most compromise thir. is from the woman's side. To uh, to success the marriage.
1: Hmm.
0: And the men doesn't uh, compromise much. That's what she's saying.
1: Doesn't should compromise more but is probably inflect. She's flexible. she's talking about
0: the reality.
2: Yeah, sure. What is going on. She's saying that
0: my mother my mother was very good. Yeah she raised my children otherwise i was not uh, uh, my family was not successful family and she used to give a, a good thought to my children that's why uh, my family was successful otherwise if my mother was not supporting i would uh, this uh, this uh, uh, the life with mr. with mr Eidi would not be successful for me
1: so, uh, I wanted to ask about these seven proposals that Edi had before Bilkis. Seven proposals? He said he proposed seven times in a period of two years and each refused. Be- be- because he was too poor or too strict or too religious
0: or too much of a miser. You are saying that seven times Mr. Edi told her to marry? That's what that's what you're seven saying.
1: Seven times proposed to seven other women.
0: Yeah, ah, other that's women. what she's saying. Yeah. W- I was confused. Yeah, yeah. I was ah. confused. She's saying that she he has proposed uh, he has uh, um, proposed mm. s- seven different ladies, seven but they all refused for different reasons.
1: For different reasons, exactly. And my my question: What if, Ibtisab, had married one of those other seven? They had said yes and I just wonder how different his life would be as an EW Foundation I feel would not be where it is
2: today She's saying that uh, um, it's uh,
0: in the hand of God, the successful is in the hand of God but those ladies who refused his proposal they still are in touch with her and they say that we did the we did the biggest mistake in our life we should have married
2: to him they all
0: are upset in their
2: life they 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 they
0: tell her uh, these uh, girls they, they give her and they greet her. They congratulate her that you are the lucky that you have gone all over the world and you have uh, uh, you have spent a successful life. And we are all we are
2: all, uh, living a hard life. She says she's, she,
0: she used to fight a lot, but Mr. Edi used to tell her, don't fight, compromise. Ah, and,
2: karo. Uh, forgive, don't fight.
0: So, uh, when she used to go fight with anybody, Mr. Edi used to tell her, you don't believe in God, right? That's why you are fighting. Leave it on God. Leave it on God. Don't fight.
2: There
0: was a sweet dish called Jalebi. He liked it. So before his couple of days of his death, before couple of days of his death, he was a, he was semi-unconscious and doctors were not giving him anything to eat. Told them not to give him anything to eat. So I took, I took Jalebi to him and... He was sleeping and uh, before his death, a couple of days. So she said, I asked him, I have brought jalebi, would you like to eat? I went close to his ears and I asked him, you want to eat jalebi? He said, yes. And then I gave him a small piece, a small bite of jalebi and he ate it. And then... He enjoyed that hmm. moment.
2: जो ऐसा मियावी भी थोड़ा वैसा दोस्त हुआ
0: saying that we were not husband and wife. We were friends. We were not husband and wife. We were friends.
2: दोस्त हुआ है. इन्हे मारो शायद क्या कैसे गये तो? ज़िंदगी क्या गुज़ारना हो? खुश मजाज.
0: खुश. The मजाज. saying that uh, spend, spending a life with him is very hard. So we were just friends we were not husband and wife he was very dry in his habits
2: she's saying that I used to fight I used to for I used
0: to I start big I start fighting and I start apologize by myself to him and I beg apologize I beg to apologize to him. And then I gave him, I used to give him food then. I was compromising on every level, he didn't. He was rigid.
2: I don't have any happiness in my life.
0: I don't have any happiness in my life now. Everything was with, with him, of mine. My fighting, my happiness, my uh, fears, everything was with
2: uh, with him. She's
0: saying I still hear his voice calling. But I see I see he's not there.
2: jo hero maro koi duniya mein paida nahi thi
0: like him will never be born again
2: hero maro koi paida nahi thi cuz
1: she see him in the work i mean in the efforts that she's giving to E.D. Foundation, like she's still continuing his vision and his dream.
2: He's saying that he's
0: supplying me the power, he's still supplying me power to do this work.
2: He has given
0: given me a lot of things. She sees him in this
2: work.
0: And yes. dreams he she she sees him in dream, she sees him in a work, she hear voices of him.
2: She is She's
0: saying that sometime it doesn't seem that he he is dead. And sometimes it seems that he will never
2: come.
0: Whenever whenever I want to see Mr. Edi, I will see him and his children.
1: He has a lot of children. You and the rest, but <laughs> all of Pakistan and
0: all of us. <laughs> he has children in India.
1: Ma I also consider myself one of his children in some way. If you want to go to Edi, the kids will
0: understand. Ma sha Allah.
2: You have
0: remembered him from the heart. It's very very big
2: thing.
0: Very big thing for us.
2: Hey, Mr. He
0: says Mr. E. D. used to say Pakistan will become the welfare state and I used to say keep dreaming <laughs> Keep dreaming it doesn't cost you anything
2: You don't need
0: visa for, for dreaming Do whatever, uh, dream whatever you want to हाँ.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Welfare state, welfare state. He was saying that he was much against those rich people and powerful people. He was very much against them. But, uh, and he used to say that they will kill me. He always used to say that they will kill me. And uh, he, uh, 25 years ago, he went into the Edi Centre and he dug his own grave. That whenever ah, they kill me, put, put me in this
2: grave. He was
0: waiting that somebody will kill him.
2: And he said
0: they didn't kill him. Because violent no, no,
2: no, 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 no. He's saying that uh, I was
0: I, I didn't believe in violence. And uh, on which bullet if If on that bullet, if my name is written on it, I will have it and that day will be my grave night. Night. But he didn't die that way, (laughs) (laughs) naturally. The ruling class... They didn't do anything like this.
2: He was never afraid
0: of death. Mr. Edi was never afraid of death.
2: There
0: was an election of uh, General Ayub Khan. Khan. He Ah. was a dictator. His son came to Karachi and there was an election. There were some people supporting his opponent, Hmm. Fatima Jinnah. Fatima Jinnah was the sister of kaid azam So she was opposing Ayub Khan. Mr. Eidi uh, and and her symbol of election was uh, um, Red Rose Red Rose So Mr. Eidi was Supporting the Red Rose And he was contesting an election Of BD member Basic uh, democracy member And he was supporting Fatma Jinnah So Ayub Khan's son Gohar Ayub
2: Ayub, Ayub. He is
0: still in the the assembly right now Hmm. He said to my father He gave a message to my father Through somebody That I will kill you if you support uh, uh, Fatma
2: Jinnah Leave
0: her Don't support her He said no I sleep on the couch On the bench outside my office Whenever you want to kill, kill
2: me I will keep
0: supporting Fatma And that In that day they offered him uh, they offered him the money. At that time, they offered him four thousand rupees. At that time, if you, uh, we will give you four thousand rupees if you if you vote uh, the Ayub Khan's supporter.
2: Mm.
0: Said no. There were very few people who didn't. who
2: were not who were not
0: who were not being bought. Mm. One of one of
1: my father was. Mm. Such uh, bravery, courage, and and hope. What about uh, the incident when uh, the center was robbed? Did he lose any hope or strength at that time?
0: She's saying that because of that
2: robbery, he was saying
0: that because of that robbery, he died. He lost his. uh,
2: he uh, says that
0: he was very discouraged about this robbery He was saying my place was the safest place in this city mm-hmm. And these robbers
2: He uh, says that uh, uh, we kept this money
0: Yeah, we kept this money on the, for the bad days If... Uh, Something happens to us uh, from the government, mm. they will use that money to keep our work ongoing. Mm. And that money was robbed. Mm. That's why he became very disheartened mm. and then he deteriorated and died.
1: Mm. And those all, him those him. old
0: robbers are out right now. He they are on him. the bay. Mm. What? He was very courageful. His willpower was very strong. And uh, he said, if government sees everything to, from us, I will go to the I will go on the street and you will come with me, we will beg and start again everything. If government sees this from us. Hmm.
1: He wrote in the book that you have to take the pain. And
0: convert it into energy. You have to take the pain and move it into
2: positive energy. How do we do that? I don't know. I do I don't know. I do I I I I I I do
0: she saying that I used to say that when people say against us, say they against us a lot. Mm-hmm. Some people say against us a lot. So she says, It's good. Mulla, mostly the religious people. Mm-hmm. It's good to have an opposition. Let them
2: say. It's very
0: important to have opposition so we keep in the in right direction. the right direction
2: No, guru, mein
0: he will become, we will become very proud then, if we don't have a position.
2: He's
0: saying,
2: that, he's saying
0: bad people are needed in the society. In this way, you enjoy
2: working. You
0: enjoy working then. You see, it seems that you are working in right
2: direction
0: saying they are not competing my, they are not competing me with my work they are competing me by defaming me by blaming me by um, cursing me that's not the right direction they should compete with me through the work then I will tell what I am
1: I think many social work is, is hard, as your mother said. It's very difficult. I wonder if uh, Bilkis Bibi or Idi uh, the around death so much through work. What is around it? death? Yeah, around death. Death and agony. Yeah. What does it teach you about life? Being around death so much? <laughs>
2: He is saying,
0: saying that this is the real name of life. Prosperity and happiness is not the real life. Real life is death, agony. What do you say in English? It's
2: a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. Sadness,
0: agony, death. This is the reality of the life.
2: So she's saying both things are all
0: together happiness and uh, agony. At the same time. Same happiness. time. They go
2: the the travel bites,
0: uh, by
1: Parallel, together. Last last question uh, from my side is, Idisab e. e. Sahib prayed that he could change the world. Now, what's his prayer? Who's prayer? Huh? Edi prayer for us.
0: After the death? Edi Sahib said that it would change the world in the world. हाँ मरने के बाद सब दुआ करना होना
2: एक दुआ करना होना मुझे पाकिस्तान के आबाद Pakistan में भी चुनाव saying that he would
0: be saying the same thing in when he was unconscious he used to say Ma. Allah, allah, he used to say allah
2: maa, maa
0: pakistan and
2: pakistan Vah, and long live pakistan doctor he
0: was saying don't take me to the doctors
2: doctor they will kill
0: me don't take me to the doctors, Doctor they
2: will me. May, may he, he never
0: trusted doctors. Hmm. I never trusted
2: doctors.
0: <laughs> to say that they are butchers, not doctors. <laughs> they work for money, they work for multinational hmm. pharmaceutical companies.
2: Hmm.
0: Rich pharmaceutical companies, they work for rich pharmaceutical companies. Hmm. They don't work for people. Uh, she saying that he was very, his heart was very lively.
2: Courageous.
1: I think a lot of that is because of Wilky's movie. Because work was very difficult and he said after the marriage, he felt joy and courage again.
2: हां अल्लाह जो शुक्र है बस जो मिशन अल्लाह ने यहां पर दे दी है हल लो कोशिश करना हिम्मत करना है हल
0: दिस इज दिस मिशन इज गॉड्स मिशन एंड इट विल कीप रनिंग गॉड
1: विल हेल्प अस बहुत शुक्रिया मेहरबानी थैंक यू अल्लाह
2: अल्लाह तेरे को खुश रखे अल्लाह तुम्हारी मुरादें